Holiday Let Success, episode 31. The definitive guide to holiday let success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. It's Elaine Watt here and I'm excited to give you the second half of the interview that I recorded with Jasper Rivers, who is an Airbnb genius and he shares far more detail in this second part of this long interview that we did because it was just that much information to share. In this half, he really delves deep into how to optimize our listings, how to adjust and keep on top of pricing and how the use of and keeping changing pricing and keeping on top of your calendar can actually help you increase your bookings. He also shares some incredible discounts for some top analytical companies that will really help you get on top and structure your pricing within Airbnb. He also gives us a massive discount on his Udemy course, which takes us through step by step how to build a fantastic listing on Airbnb and how to really get results. So let's head on over to that interview now and I will chat to you again at the end. Thank you so much for listening. Would you say that people look to look for holidays on Airbnb or are they more likely to be using Airbnb as somewhere as like a stop off on their travels? I would say most of the people are probably on holiday, but you do also get a lot of people who, you know, are either traveling around for a few months, a lot of people who are retired, who, you know, probably like, you know, go, you know, take a two, three months off to, to, to travel or, um, or, or whatnot, but um, but it, it's surprising. Like I've also had a lot of business travelers, okay, people who come for conferences, um, even people who visit family when their family doesn't have the space to accommodate them. So it's really like quite a wide range of uh, of, of users that you uh, that you get on, on Airbnb, and it's, I get a lot of questions from people. This they think that it's only used by tourists, so they say. Well, you know, I want to list on Airbnb, but my house is not in a very popular neighborhood in the center of a big city. And so they, they think that they won't get any increase. But the truth is, Airbnb is really an alternative to, to a hotel or a hostel, right? So if there are hotels in your neighborhood, then that means there are visitors. And so there should be yeah. plans for your Airbnb as well. Got it. So really, any type of, of property you can go on there, any type of person might be looking to stay there. You, you just don't know until you, you put your place out there and try it with Airbnb. Exactly. And that's what I always tell people, you know, since it's free to list and since you're under no obligation to actually accept a single booking and it only takes a few hours to create a listing, you know, when people ask me, hey, do you think my listing will be successful or do you think I'll get a lot of bookings? I always say, well... I can uh, I can either you know magically create uh, some sort of like <laughs> a number out of uh, out of thin air, or you you know you can go ahead and uh, create a listing in under two hours, and you can just see for yourself. You can just try it. Yeah, that sounds like good advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not there's not uh, a 
a huge amount of downside if it's, if it's free and it only takes a few hours and, and you're not yeah. you're not obliged to, to take any booking. So I really don't exactly. uh, see any uh, any downside of doing that. No, I, I would totally agree with you there. So with that in mind, do you think holiday lets and vacation rental owners should have a presence on Airbnb, regardless of what type of home or, or space they have to rent out on a short-term basis? Um, well, I think everyone... Uh, you know, needs to uh, do whatever they, they think is best for their for their business. But I uh, I do think that you know if you are not on Airbnb, you are missing out on a very large market because Airbnb is growing exponentially. And I expect it to well, it already is the number one platform I think on you know in terms of users. But definitely it will it will grow very fast in, in the future. I'm pretty sure. And so. You know, you don't have to use Airbnb, and maybe in certain areas there's not that much demand for Airbnb. You know, there's there's other platforms as well. There's like VRBO, HomeAway, and uh, Flipkey, to to just name a few. So I don't think everyone necessarily has to be on Airbnb, but I definitely would advise anyone to to just give it a try and and, and see what happens. And just to give you an example, I was in uh, in Medellin um, a year and a half ago. It was actually when I wrote the book. And uh, and I was doing uh, I was creating a couple of videos for uh, for 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 a friend who owns an apartment rental business in Medellin, and he has okay. uh, he has a lot of, of apartments I think over a hundred, and so I uh, you know I was talking to him about Airbnb as I was writing the book, and you know he never thought of using it, and uh, and so he he uh, he created some listings, and it didn't really go well. But then later, when I published my book, he bought it and he really sat down and, and started taking it more serious. And the last time I spoke to him, he's now getting more than 70% of his business from Airbnb. So, wow, that's a turnaround. Yeah, so he was, uh, he was really uh, a happy bunny, so to speak. So he actually yeah. also wrote, uh, he wrote me some really good testimonials because... You know, obviously he was very happy, but I think uh, that just shows that uh, you know I, I know that I've, I've talked to uh, vacation rental people who are you know some some of them are uh, a little bit more traditional. They have their own websites. They don't really want to list on on these new platforms, and uh, so I kind of I understand sort of where they're coming from, but I think uh, you know Airbnb is an, is is an innovation and. I think it's natural when something new comes around that there's a lot of people who are initially a little bit uh, apprehensive, a little bit uh, cautious to sort of jump on it. But uh, yeah, like I said, since it's since it's free, um, and if you do have a business, uh, then why not uh, why not create a listing and, and and try it out? You know, if it's, if it doesn't work, mm. you can always uh, delete it, and you can you know, use other platforms or have your own website or whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. So it, it does sound to me that really it's worth giving it a go and that they're actually, for, from what you've just highlighted about your, your friend with the lots of different apartments and the change around there, that's actually a difference between a good listing and a bad listing, the same as there is on every different channel out there. So to if you're going to do it, spend that two hours, really spend it well and put every single detail you possibly can 
onto your listing, make the photos amazing as you would with any other channel and do it properly and give yourself a really good chance of, of finding out just how good Airbnb can be for your place. Yeah, I think that, uh, that's, that's really uh, well said because um, with Airbnb, it's kind of like uh, kind of like Google, you know, if you uh, if your website's not on the first page for a certain keyword, then you're not going to get a, a lot of traffic for the keyword, right? Because no one's going to look on page two, page three, etc. Sure. And, and this is kind of the same thing as on Airbnb, right? So, um, so it's like if you just create a listing and you you know you don't really put in effort and you don't really pay attention to it too much, then you're not going to get any any bookings. So if yeah. you do it. I really advise, you know, people to to really take it serious and uh, to to really go through uh, all the different aspects of your listing and you know to to really do your best to uh, to get some initial bookings, maybe lower the price a little bit in the beginning, uh, you know, just get those first uh, couple of bookings and reviews in, and then pretty uh, pretty soon, within a month or two, you can build a pretty strong reputation and then. That really pays off in the long term. Understood. So, so one of your biggest tips would be to to really do your research, look in the area, and really think carefully about that price, especially when you're starting off. Be prepared to drop the price maybe to start with to get the reviews in, and then move onwards and upwards from there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, the Airbnb is building reputation. The stronger your reputation, uh, the higher uh, you can you can put your price. Um, you know, people uh, select listings based on uh, based on a lot of factors, but one really important factor is social proof, right? If, uh, yeah. And that's with any any product, really. Nobody wants to buy something that no one else has bought. And it's the same with your listing. If no one stayed there, then no one wants to stay there. You know, it's kind of like cat and the mouse uh, story. But um, but yeah, by uh, by lowering your price initially. Um, and, uh, you know, mention on your listing, hey, I'm just starting out on Airbnb, so I'm temporarily discounting my place, because otherwise people are going to think there's something wrong with it if it's really cheap, right? So, so yeah. So really be open and honest with that at the beginning. Yeah, and that, that's, that's just going to, that's part of the community that people will read the listing and really take that into account, and then they're more likely to come and try it. And then, of course, as you say, your reputation increases and, you've suddenly got a really popular and very, very successful listing. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the photos are also very important. And Airbnb has a photography service, so you can you can actually get a professional photographer to take pictures of your place for free. And so there's so, no excuse for bad pictures at all. <laughs> exactly. With, and, and, and therefore, it's very surprising to see so many listings uh, that have bad pictures, you know, somebody will just take some pictures with the iPhone and it just doesn't look professional, it doesn't look good. And so, yeah, that's not the right way to do it. No, I mean, the, the photography thing, I go on about it so much that the photos are just the key. They are the way in. There's no other way that someone looking at a listing, whatever channel they're on, uh, can possibly have a clue what your place is like except by those photos. So that's got to be, it's like your shop window. It's just got to be right. So the fact that they offer this for free, there's just no excuse now, <laughs> which yeah, I love. Absolutely. Okay, so what, what would you say? Now, I was going to say the best super hosts on Airbnb offer um, that, that really 
makes them super host, but but maybe not even super host from what you were saying earlier. It's maybe not that important. But what is it that the best hosts, ones who consistently receive really, really good reviews, really good feedback and continual bookings, what would you say that they've got? What is it that they're doing? How would you advise our listeners that they that can make them stand out and offer a really, really great experience? What is it that gives that great experience? Well, I think it, it starts with the communication before the guest arrives. Um, I think this is a, a kind of overlooked by, uh, by a lot of hosts um, because you, you got to imagine that, you know, from the guest perspective, if you are traveling to an unknown location and you're staying in a hotel, then you know that, you know, the hotel is going to be there. There's going to be somebody at the, at the reception to check you in. And, and so if, if you, if you stay at an Airbnb, you're kind of like dependent on the host, right? I mean, if you show it up and the host is supposed to let you in and that person is not there and he's not answering his phone, then what are you going to do, right? Oh, that's all, that's just a, such an awful thought. And, and it probably is one of the things that really goes through people's heads as they are booking, whether it's Airbnb or, or any other holiday home. And because yeah. there are scams out there, there's horrible things going on out there. But it exactly. doesn't, you know, you, you can really... I think it's great that you brought this point up because I, I do think across the board, this is maybe overlooked a little bit. The, the re, really putting yourself in the shoes of the traveller and what their worries and concerns are. And it, it sounds to me like you're really addressing that by being very, very communicative to start with. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, the only way to to make somebody comfortable flying across the globe to stay in your house and sort of be sort of reassure that person that you will be taken care of, uh, and that you are responsible. You're taking your uh, you know your host responsibility serious is by communication. So you know, for example, I send out a guidebook. It's like almost 20 pages, and it has all sorts of information about the house, about directions, like the neighborhood, um, and also I uh, you know I, I send my my future guests uh, a few emails. Uh, just to let them know that they can always get in touch with me. I give them several ways to, that they can contact me. So not just phone number, email, WhatsApp, Skype, you know. Uh, and so people feel comfortable that, uh, that, that I will be there. Well, I'm not physically because, you know, I'm always traveling. So most of my guests, uh, I, I don't actually get to meet in person. Um, but um, but still, by, you, you need to build a, a small relationship with your guests. Uh, before arrival, because then that guest will, that's half the battle won. You know, if the guest can step into the airplane with a comfortable feeling and knowing that, you know, everything will be taken care of, then you've already done a pretty good job as a host. So I'd say that's, that's probably, uh, the, you know, the, mo- the thing that gets mo- most overlooked. Now, obviously, the second thing is making sure that your house is a, uh, like a, realistic representation of your listing. So what you don't want to do is you don't want to oversell your place. You don't want to promise things that you can't make true on. And and also you don't want to uh, create sort of an impression, you know, that's not completely real. Um, and what, by, what I mean by that is you just need to be really realistic. You know, for example, you know, my street, it, it's, uh, it's in a really vibrant neighborhood, which is really cool and people really like it. But there's also drawbacks, you know. It can be 
fairly noisy at night, and also there's a market nearby my place, and they build it up every single morning. So it can be noisy at six, seven in the morning when there's like, uh, you know, carts with products rolling through the street. So I mentioned that in my listing that if you want to sleep in and you're a very light sleeper, then my place is probably not the best place to stay, right? So you yeah. got to be very honest about your, your place because if you know that this could be a potential problem and you don't mention it and then people stay at your place and they wake up at 6 in the morning, you know, then they're going to be unhappy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think being honest and accurate with your listing uh, is, is very important because people will base their opinion of their stay on on their expectations and their expectations are built on your listing basically so i think that's the that's the number the, the second point uh good good communication and then having a very accurate uh description and accurate listing and not to oversell your place is is the second thing and then the third thing would be uh you know act the actual um you know how you treat your guests during your stay so, you know, always make sure that you ask them if everything is okay, if there's any issues, you want to be very proactive in solving it. And, uh, and I think as far as the super host status that we talked about, most of the hosts that are super hosts, they, uh, they, get the, they, they are present at the listing. So they get the chance to meet their guests. And I think that's really important. If you really want to have, uh, you know, only five-star reviews, if you get to meet the person, the person in uh, in person, then you have a be- much better chance of building a relationship, right? Yeah. And so, what I would recommend people who do have that opportunity to uh, to spend some time with your guests. You know, just don't just give them the key and say, "Okay, good luck." Uh, you know, call me if you need anything. You know, show the person around in your house. Maybe show them the neighborhood. Maybe offer them a cup of coffee somewhere. Um, you know, having some like a little welcome package. Uh, you know, uh, maybe some drinks, a bottle of wine or some snacks, or you can even do like a local SIM card or, you know, uh, bike rental or whatever it is, whatever extra you can offer, you want to offer your guests is, is very much appreciated. Uh, and, um, yeah. And so, uh, try to build a relationship with your guests because, because uh, then you'll be forgiven for small issues that eventually are going to show up because you know we we live we don't live in a perfect world and no one's yeah, perfect and things can go wrong you know the internet can can uh, go off or the tv or the you know maybe the air conditioning doesn't work uh for example know, <laughs> yeah which is actually the case uh, in uh, my room here in vietnam right now and it's pretty hot so <laughs> but, uh, but yeah i mean things can go wrong right uh eventually something's going to happen and and it's, it, might, it may be something that you can't fix. And so if you build that relationship with your guest, then the person you know, will appreciate the fact that you are trying to build a relationship, that you are putting in the effort to, to do anything you can to, to make their stay uh, as, as perfect as possible. And then when, when something does go wrong that's out of, outside of your control, um, you know, the neighbors might have a party or it might be raining all the time or whatever it is, they will not uh, blame it on you and they will forgive you for for small things. Yeah, I mean, even as you mentioned there, even the weather thing, something out of your control can, unhappy guests, they can 
turn on you and your place and just try and start picking, not on purpose, but sort of more subconsciously. So if you have got that really good relationship, I, I think that's great advice. If you've got that great relationship, then that is very much less likely to happen. Absolutely. So what would you, sorry, what would you say is the biggest mistake anyone starting out on Airbnb could make? Um, there are a number of things that, uh, that new hosts tend to do wrong. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing is just the, the pictures that we already talked about. So definitely get the, uh, get the photographer. And then secondly, I think pricing is probably where most hosts are, uh, are going wrong in terms of, in terms of getting the best results, uh, from your listing, right? So this doesn't apply to everyone because some people, they, they rent out their room and they, they really do it because they, they like meeting people and they don't really care so much about, you know, squeezing that last dollar out of it. But if you do want to optimize your, your return, then pricing is really important. And what you want to do is you want to sort of adjust your price according to demand. So you want to figure out when's demand high and when's demand low. You know, this could be during the week. It might be less demand or more if you're in a business uh, area. Uh, the weekends are typically uh, very popular uh, in touristic areas. And then there's seasonality. So there's the winter, there's the summer. Um, you know, in Amsterdam, it's pretty cold in uh, December and uh, January, February. It also rains a lot. So, you know, obviously demand is going to be much lower during those periods. But also, yeah. you know, there could be a special event, conferences, you know, uh, if, there's my, if, uh, if there's a famous uh, singer in town throwing a gig, then that might attract a lot of people. So um, there's all sorts of uh, factors that influence demand. And really what you want to do is you want to raise your prices when demand's high and lower your prices when demand's low. Right. So really keep a track of exactly what you're charging. And instead of just having a fixed, this is what it is for this week, this is what it is for that week, throughout the whole year really adjust and change throughout the whole year just completely keeping an eye on the calendar keeping an eye on seasonal changes and moving keeping it a, a moving living calendar that you're in control of yeah exactly and it, this is this is really hard you know because how are you going to calculate that you can look at the you know visitor statistics from the local tourism board and you can look at hotel prices how they vary over the year so there's a few things you can do, but really it's impossible to, to calculate it exactly. But, but at least, you know, the biggest mistake that hosts make is they just set one price for the whole year, you know, and, and, and that's, that's really a big mistake. That can cost you a lot of money. You can, you can probably improve your results by 20, 30, maybe even 40 percent by, uh, by adjusting those prices. But it's also a lot of work, you know. You've got to go into your calendar and set your prices, you know, adjust them every day. Um, another thing you can do is uh, use last-minute pricing because an empty house is not bringing in any money. So if, if, you're, if you're not booked, uh, like let's say, a week ahead or so, it uh, makes sense to lower the price a bit to try to capture a uh, last-minute booking. Yeah, but what very I, much uh, so. What I really recommend that people do uh, is uh, there's, uh, there's these uh, um, companies out there who have algorithms to calculate the demand and adjust the prices accordingly. And so you can, as an every host, you can sign up with these companies. I'll, I'll name a few. Um, and they will literally connect your, uh, your listing and they will set the prices for you. 
and they do this based on demand that they get uh, from all sorts of factors like visitor statistics, airline tickets, and etc. cetera. Uh, they also look at the listings nearby your house. So they can, uh, they can do a much better job of, of setting optimal prices for you. And also, you know, if you don't have to do it yourself, it'll save you a lot of time, especially for people who have multiple listings. This can be really, really, really handy. So um, That sounds so, so good. Yeah, just let, if you let me know, and I can, I'll link all of these up in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, two, uh, two that I know that I think are really good are one's called Beyond Pricing, another one's called Everbooked. And uh, we actually, I do actually have uh, like a, a special deal for my for my listeners with both companies. So I can uh, you can you can put those links uh, in uh, in the show notes where people can actually try those services for a certain period of time without having to pay for it. Very so cool. You, Thank you. Yeah, so you can try it out for three months, uh, see if you like it, and then see if the results improve. And then if not, you you can just cancel and. Uh, you don't have to pay anything. So, thank uh, you for sharing that. Yeah, no worries. Very much appreciated. I will definitely make sure those are both linked up in the show notes. Great value there, Jasper. Thank you. So, what advice would you give to an owner of a holiday home or a, a vacation rental who's maybe started out on Airbnb but isn't really seeing the results they want with attracting guests? Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, we we talked about it a little bit. I think. It's really important to get some momentum on, on the platform. And so, um, you know, it's, uh, you, you need to get the, the initial few guests in. So, you know, you can lower the price. You can, um, you can just make it, uh, make it attractive uh, for, for people to, to stay at your place. Um, I think pricing is probably the best way to, to get people in the door. And like I said, you, you need to mention that in your description that you're that this is kind of a temporary discount because uh, otherwise people are going to be suspicious why you're so much cheaper than uh, than 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 your uh, other listings in your area. So another thing you can do is you can look at other listings too, right? You can actually see the calendars of other listings and, and see how many bookings they get, right? So this could also be a an indication uh, if you're if you if you don't get a lot of bookings. If you look at other listings nearby and and they get a lot of bookings, then you know that it's probably just a matter of price or you're not. You know, maybe your title isn't very catchy or your pictures aren't very good or your description uh, isn't isn't very attractive. So those are things you can look at. Uh, if you if similar listings in your area don't get a lot of bookings, then what I recommend is that you uh, you sign up for some other platforms. Because the you know the Airbnb market may be just too small in your area, so if you, you know you can sign up for VRBO or HomeAway, Flipkey, uh, Wim. Yeah, there's there's a lot to choose from, and, and that's that's a really good point. In that even though Airbnb might not be huge in your area at the moment, if it continues to grow how it is, it doesn't mean that it won't be in the future. It doesn't mean that that's it. You've got to dismiss Airbnb. It just means that allow it a little bit of time to grow, keep your presence there and just watch them grow. And I'm sure that, you know, it, it will grow and most likely your area will come to to be part of Airbnb's most important areas as it is now. Yeah, I mean, it, it very well could be. I mean, there's no guarantee, but but again, you know, it's it's uh it's free to list. It's it's just one marketing channel, and 
And so I, I usually recommend people to, you know, to only list on Airbnb if the market's big enough because it's be it's better to be like a, a king in a small pond than to be a peasant in, you know, in 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 a, in a huge pond. Uh, so um, so you know if you uh, it, it, again it's it's got to do with that uh, sort of like being on the first page. You know if you spread out your your bookings over five platforms, then you're not going to be very dominant on any of them. And so, True. and so, I think that uh, if there is enough demand, then it's uh, it's beneficial to sort of, you know, focus on, on one platform, whether that's Airbnb or another one. It's you know the same rules apply. Um, I mean, Airbnb is just my preferred platform, but that you know that's not to say that you can't be on the other ones, of course. Of course. But in any case. Uh, yeah, I would I would just try and focus on it for like a month or two, and uh, you know if if it turns out that there's not enough demand, then you can uh, you can try some other platforms, or you can you know do the things that you uh, you have done in the past that have been successful. Got it. So somebody who's looking to try and turn around a listing which has not been brilliant so far, start with the photos. Second of all, the pricing. Then. When you do get a booking, be really communicative and put your guest at ease in the run-up to the booking. Don't overpromise and be proactive and continue with the communication during their stay. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty good summary. And you can even like go a little bit out of your way, you know, in the first for the first few bookings, um, you know, just to make sure you really get some awesome reviews. You know, put in a little welcome package or offer your guests to take them out for, for coffee or for for a meal or something like that. You know, just do something that they don't expect because that goes a long way. You know, again, uh, people base their their opinion on, on what they expect. And so if you uh, if you exceed your, your guest expectations in terms of uh, hospitality, then you are pretty much guaranteed to get a really glowing review. Yeah, that's really, really good advice. Thank you for that. And Jasper, you've actually created a, an entire course that really brings people through the different steps that we've talked about today. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I started off with uh, with a book um, because I wanted to educate other hosts and, and, you know, help them get better results. And then I also started the podcast and I thought, well, now I have something for people to read and something for people to listen to. But I've noticed that a lot of people enjoy learning from, from video, you know, you can just sit on your couch with your iPad. So I figured, let's create a video course. And I've actually launched it uh, recently on, on a platform called Udemy. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm happy to, uh, to offer uh, a discount. It's normally $47. And uh, I'm happy to offer it to all the listeners for, for just 10 bucks. And the course is pretty, uh, Pretty comprehensive. It's uh, it's over two and a half hours of video. It also includes uh, some cool bonuses, like a membership to my private uh, Facebook group. Uh, it's called Airbnb Academy, where people can ask questions. I've got over 70 hosts in there, so if you uh, post a question there, then uh, you're pretty much guaranteed to get some good answers. Um, and so it also contains a few things that you can like literally implement in your listing straight away, like. Uh, communication templates, uh, my personal guidebook that I sent to people, so you can kind of use that as a as a basis for uh, for creating your own. 
And uh, yeah, it, it also has all the uh, information uh, that you need to sort of have a successful Airbnb listing. It's really like a step-by-step process. You know, I kind of just walk you through the whole, 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 the whole thing, you know, starting creating your listing, setting the pricing, you know, how to communicate with your guests, how to make sure your, your listing shows up in, in a prominent uh, position on the, in the search results. Um, really uh, all-encompassing uh, course, I would say. So Very, uh, I would love very to good. And uh, I would love to, uh, to get feedback from people. You know, I'm very, uh, I really want to help people do this right. So you can always ask me questions, uh, email me, or hit me up on Twitter or Facebook or whatsoever. That's great. Thank you so much for sharing that great bonus as well. Just $10 for this. And it is an extremely comprehensive course. I've, uh, I've been through it and had a look through it myself. It is, it's absolutely, it's just brilliant. It really does cover in depth everything that we've talked about today. And as you can hear from what Jasper has been saying, he really knows his stuff. So I would suggest definitely dive in there. And even if you even if you decide that Airbnb doesn't actually work out to be the best platform for you or your area isn't particularly big on Airbnb yet, still some of the lessons that Jasper shares run across every single platform. So I would still go ahead and check that out. And I would link that up in the show notes. So Jasper, thank you for for being with us today, sharing this huge amount of knowledge that you've got around this platform. And and as I've just mentioned, it, it really does a lot of this advice really goes across all the platforms. And some of the things that you've said today might make other homeowners who are using other platforms think slightly differently on pricing, for example. I think that's a big one that uh, people can have as a, as a real takeaway to really look at how they are pricing their place. And if it's not booked up for next week and the week after, we'll think about putting the prices down. Because as Jasper said, well, a place that's not booked at all it's making no money it's better to be making less money than you wanted than no money so i think he, he taught us quite a lot today so thank you jasper just remind us how we can get in touch with you before we go sure um so i, I have a number of uh, things going on i have my travel blog it's called the traveling dutchman so you can you can take a look there if you're interested in travel um, there's, uh, there's get paid for your pad, uh, the book. It's on, uh, it's on Amazon. If you search for Airbnb on Amazon, you'll, uh, you'll see that the, it, it will show up on the, as the first one. Um, and I also have a Airbnb blog, getpaidforyourpad.com, where some, uh, some pretty cool resources that you can find. You can also uh, get the first couple chapters of our book for free. Um, so there's a lot, of, a lot of ways. You can always send me an email, jasperrivers at gmail.com. I'm always happy to answer any questions you may have about uh, about Airbnb hosting or traveling in general. So um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on, uh, I'm on Facebook. So there's plenty of ways to get in touch. Yeah, we, we'll, we'll definitely, definitely be getting in touch. I'll make sure that all of those different ways that we can get in touch with, with you are linked up in the show notes. And again, thank you so much for spending such some of your very, very valuable time with us today and really imparting some awesome knowledge on Airbnb. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, uh, it's been fun being on the show and thanks again for the opportunity and uh, good luck with the podcast. Yeah, and same to you. Thanks, Jasper. Cheers and bye for now. Bye-bye.
Yay, so we got lots of really good free offers there from Jasper, which I will link up in the show notes. I hope you enjoyed listening to Jasper. I really think I mentioned all the way through whilst I was chatting to him. I really think that some of the pieces of information that he shared with us, particularly around the pricing issue, really should make us think as holiday homeowners. It's that easy and that simple to update your prices instead of having a fixed set. This is this price for between these two months, say between January, February, March, the price stays the same. And then April, May, June, the price stays the same. It goes up in July, up in August, back down again. Instead of having it fixed and set, as a, as a table with those prices in it. Think about having it as a moving, maneuvering, chopping and changing calendar that is, it reflects need and it reflects demand and it reflects that you as a business owner are keen and able to keep on top of your pricing and offer really good prices for your guests. It shows to me that you've got your guests' interests at heart as well as your business at heart. So really take that on board and maybe try a listing on Airbnb like Jasper said. Jasper, sorry, (laughs) I just read it. (laughs) As he said, really give it a go. Uh, It doesn't take very long to set up. It's free to set up. His course is only $10, so you could follow that. And you'll have an excellent listing at the end of it. And whether or not Airbnb works for you, it really will teach you something about creating a great listing, getting seen, starting to really use your calendar to your advantage and and keeping on top of calendars. And the review system within Airbnb will really teach us something as well. It's created such a good community and you'll meet some amazing people. I love Airbnb. So it was it was so, so great to, to chat to Jasper. So thank you again to him and thank you to you for listening and pop on over to holidayletsuccess.com forward slash Jasper. Even though you say it Jasper, it's written Jasper. So type J A. A-S-P-E-R, and you will get on over to his page where you will be able to, to link through to either have a chat with Jasper or to get one of the amazing discounts which he very very kindly offered to us for today so I'll say goodbye for now and I will speak to you again on an upcoming podcast soon thank you again for tuning in see you bye for now <laughs>